All right, everybody. Aaron, Tom, and Keith here from a Little Less Conversation podcast with a new offer for you. Normally, our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac, offers $50 in free gas when you purchase a vehicle from them. Could be new, used, car, truck, van, SUV, or whatever they have. If you go down there and buy a vehicle, what's the offer now, Dom? It's $100 in free gas. How do you get that, Aaron? You got to go down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac and purchase a vehicle. Stop down by Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Mention our podcast, a little less conversation, when you purchase a vehicle, and he's going to give you $100 in free gas. This is bad. As you can see, some of it I did ahead of time, and some got done today. (laughs) All right, whenever you're ready. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of A Little Less Conversation Podcast. With you, as usual, Aaron, Keith, Dom. We're here today to to, to talk about another album we kind of went back a ways for this one we're gonna do a little acdc and the album i chose was dirty deeds done dirt cheap dirty deeds <laughs> done dirt cheap all right so um aaron keith you're not a you're not an acdc fan no okay. no just want to get that out there <laughs> i uh i'm kind of an acdc fan Oh, not the biggest. Somebody drop a bomb. Wait, yeah, somebody dropped a bomb too. And uh, I gotta try to work one out. <laughs> we should probably t- we should probably talk about this. Oh yeah, hey, before we start, <laughs> we are introducing for the first time ever the fart mic, the debut. Now we had we had some farts on the mic last week. Those are <laughs> labeled really nicely. <laughs> yeah. Those are just uh, Aaron farting into his own mic uh, and then talking into him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. That's sick. It's my fart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, we're gonna have that. Yeah. So uh, does anybody feel gassy today? Because I do not, no. which I'm really no. disappointed. So it might be about. might be an uneventful thing. Yeah, it That's might be okay. an uneventful debut of the fart yeah. mic. There will be yeah. plenty to come. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to have a bean-eating contest one of these days and <laughs> podcast and see who can no, shit their we, pants. we got to have a bean-eating contest like three hours before yeah. we podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And while. We can and eat while. beans while. <laughs> and we can all call in sick the next day because we're all shitting ourselves. <laughs> Can't get out the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, the album. The album. The album. So, why'd you pick this one, Point. I knew in my head I wanted to go with an earlier a album, bon a Bon Scott album, because I, I mean I kind of talk about it uh, in here that most of the focus when you talk ACDC goes to their later albums. Yes, I I I tend to lean a little bit towards the older albums in my preference. This plus, plus I think there's things that Bon Scott could do. As a singer, that um, that they are unable to do in the later albums. 
So you know, with not being an ACDC fan, like I knew of Bon Scott, I didn't know he died like that long ago. Oh yeah, like nineteen yeah. eighty or something. Or, yeah, even like they said, it was right after this album came out. I think it, that he died shortly after. Shortly after, because it, it's kind of a weird thing, um, them being from Australia and how the albums were released. That. Um, this album got released in the United States after Back in Black. Yeah, it was like two years or something later than when it first four got years. released in Australia. Four years? Yeah, it was released in 76 in Australia. It was released okay. in 81. Yeah, 81. So, yeah, so five weird. years. Um, but, yeah, kind of strange, but that's just kind of how the thing went. So just but. because maybe they weren't as big at the time in the U.S.? Well, the... At that time, they still had not toured the U.S., so no, they really weren't. Okay. Um, they said there there was some like of the original albums from like uh, TNT and uh, I forget which other album that kind of made it to the U.S. Some bootleg copies and stuff like that. Okay. But there was nothing available, you know, nationwide here. Hmm. So it wasn't. Because this came out in the United States after Highway to Hell. Wasn't Brian Johnson on the Highway to Hell album? Right? No. No, it was still Bon Scott album? Yeah. Oh. My bad. Damn right it is. Yeah. No, Back in Black was the first Brian Johnson album. Hey, I, I also want to provide an update. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst Inventions. Yeah. Betamax. Yeah. And I said that porn was the reason that VHS yeah. went out. That is actually true. There were of of all the uh, VHS videos that were released when the, in the like the first five years of VHS or first five years of VHS, more than half of them were porn. That's why VH one. So VHS one. I was right with that. So, I just want to update that. So um, the reason Keith didn't have that information at the last podcast is because he started. Uh, surfing the net and got sidelined by porn sites and well, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> he was surfing, but his fingers were sticky. Yeah, but the weird thing is, it was it was cat porn, so I don't understand. But <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Keith would know. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. You're a cat guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's tech guy. Yeah, get that guy. pussy. Get that <laughs> pussy. <laughs> there's be one for the gig reel. Right there. <laughs> yeah, listen up for that at the end of some episode coming up. <laughs> All right, so the dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Go ahead, uh, Dom. You All right, off. so name of the album, first song on the album. I wrote an exceptional song with the same name as the album, a great representation of what ACDC is all about, the trashy guitar sound and in-your-face vocals with a solid beat behind it. I gave it an A. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I said, this song was heavily overplayed on the radio. I've never been a fan of ACDC sound, and listening to this does not change my opinion. The song is a heavy sound, but I just can't get into it. I gave it a C. Wow. See. See. Uh, See. I thought this was a powerful rock song about being a hitman. Like, what more could you ask for out of a rock song? Love the drums in the song. Uh, 
Also, a great name for the album. The guitar solo is an 80s classic. Like the beat. <laughs> and I even like the the ah at the end of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the scream? Yeah, yeah, at the end of the song. Like, I give it an A+. Plus. So, when you were researching, did you see what this song is about, actually? No. It's a cartoon. Oh, I did. That uh, they used to... They used to watch as as a youngster the young the young brothers, yeah. and uh, there was a character on the cartoon, and he was a shady character, and he had business cards that That's said "Dirty, dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap." Yeah. Which which is we should put on our business card, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How about we "Dirty could. Deeds Done"? Not all that cheap, <laughs> <laughs> or at all, <laughs> or at all. <laughs> All right, song two, Love at First Feel. I wrote, it's a bit different sound from the first song, but this one has a classic ACDC sound to it. When people say that ACDC songs all sound the same, they don't, but this is what they're referring to. I gave it a B. Okay. I just wrote, <laughs> <laughs> lyrically, not great, but I like the guitar solo, and that's about it. C minus. <laughs> Um, I'm actually on board with Aaron on this one. I thought lyrically this is an awful song. (laughs) The lyrics are very repetitive. Drums are all right. This is is your typical ACDC song. Uh, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I gave it a C. You guys suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is good. I mean, this is why we do this. So we get different opinions. Dom likes it. At least we're not all on the same page. We get get the right opinion, mine, and we get the wrong opinion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it could be you could, you could be right we could be wrong you may be right or we could I be, be right crazy. yeah be- before we go any further yeah i gotta know right now do you let me oh well we're all um billy joel meatloaf we got it all going on being that you're not an acdc fan and i and i'm kind of middle of the road on these guys did you find that this album was sounded different than you thought it was going to overall? Not just like when you listen to all of it. Um, not really. I thought it was kind of what I what really? I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever listened to this album until today, top to bottom. I, don't I, I definitely had no. I haven't either until yesterday. Now I've heard a lot of songs on here, but I never <laughs> listened to them top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious because. We'll get into it later, but I was just curious on what you thought about that. They so, are who so, I so thought they were. I, th- I think I'm uh, I'm picking up what you're uh, what you're talking there's, about. There's and, a, and, and there's a couple songs on here that don't follow the ACDC. W- when I alluded to, we'll talk about things later. When you asked me why I picked this album, you're correct. Yeah, there's a couple songs that don't fit the ACDC formula in this song, in this album because I do agree with you that most of the ACDC songs are a carbon copy of the song Wrong. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right number three big balls number three now this may be the most iconic acdc song of their career it certainly is with bon scott um this song sounds nothing like anything else they they've done really and nothing like really anyone else has ever done um it might set the record for the most sexual innuendos and double entendres in one song. I gave it an A+. Ooh. 
Okay, Big Balls. I said uh, ACDC's best song. I actually wrote beat song. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> ACDC's <laughs> beat well, song. It, 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 it is funny that you're talking about beating when you're yeah, talking about Big Balls. Yes, but, yeah, all right, hey, yeah. we'll just yeah. go by that. What, so, what, do you, what do you mean? It's just a party, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so I said AC, ACDC's best song, in my opinion. It's funny and has a good sound. I mean, who doesn't like Big Balls? I gave it a B plus. See, I agree with you that it is their best song. It's, yeah. my, it's my favorite ACDC song ever. Uh, again, I love the innuendos that are in this song. I think it's great. It's a it's a it's a solid rock song that makes you laugh a little while listening to it. I give it an A plus. Yeah, I, this might be if if we were doing best rock lyrics for a song, this song might win it. It might. It's it almost could. flawless. It could. It is. Um, and I, you can't. Well, I can't say that a lot about their songs with their lyrics mm-hmm. but this this song has good lyrics but yeah, yeah. it's the way it, everything he says has yes two meanings that, it, yeah. yes that's hard to do yep. yeah and it's from from the very first sentence to the very last sentence every single one of them works that way it's yeah quite impressive well, especially since the first you know, sentences i've got big balls yeah. <laughs> so i didn't i should have looked but did the same guys write every song, or are there some different um, ones? I'm just wondering if somebody else. It's it, they're kind of a collaborative type thing. Yeah, but they credit they the said same three. Bon guys. Scott okay. wrote every lyric to this song. Okay, and I, I didn't look to recent stuff to how involved Brian Johnson is in writing, but this is where I think that there's a, a big difference between. The Brian Johnson led ACDC and the Bon Scott led ACDC. I think that there is when you guys talk about sounding the same everything, I will agree with you that the Brian Johnson stuff, a lot of it sounds very, very similar. But a lot of the Brian Johnson stuff sounds very similar to the Bon Scott stuff too. It's a whole different voice. It really is. The the voice might be different. The voice is a little different, but but the the music well the music sounds but that you can say that of almost any successful no. rock band. No. No. Def Leppard sounds a lot alike in because, a lot of their because, songs. Because the drummer uses a drum machine, so he, it has to... Like, but the guitar. The guitar sounds so similar as well. I mean, I agree that a lot of lot of um, bands, music sounds the same. But for some reason, ACDC just... It just seems like it's a little bit more than most I don't know. Like, there's times that there's songs from ACDC that come on back to back, and you're not sure if it's a song change <laughs> or if it didn't. No, no, I will agree with you. Depending on the song, yeah. there's a few songs that sound similar. You, you are correct. <laughs> every oh wow, every time. Wow, <laughs> Aaron's phone went off. Weird. Um, it's just a USA Today notification. So. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Something so stupid. John Stewart winningly sends up political divide. Nobody gives a shit. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. All right. Song four. Rocker. I th- said that this has a very similar sound to uh, CCR's Traveling Band. Matter uh, of fact, I couldn't get it out of my head I'm while actually, it was playing. I'm actually going to comment on this. I said this song could be a Jerry Lee Lewis song. It, it, to me, it has a real... Because it, I had that in my head then, um, I think it gives it a southern rock feel. Um, it gets a little repetitive at the end, but in my opinion, not a horrible song. I gave it a B minus. Um, I'm going to jump ahead of you on Go this ahead. one because I'm going to kind of play off of what you said. Uh, I said this this is kind of a throwback to the 60s. The way it's almost rockabilly. 
which is very closely yeah. related to Southern Rock. Yeah. Yeah, and um, they just do it a little bit faster and a little bit harder yep. than, than yep. somebody from yep. the 60s would have done it. I thought the guitar work in this song was exceptional. The lyrics are repetitive, but it worked. I don't know. It, I, it was mostly at the end that it, it kind of got, but there's a lot of rock songs yeah. that do that. Yeah. Um, I gave it a B plus. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> you outscored me on that one. Yep. I said, uh, I like the upbeat tempo, but super repetitive lyrics. Bon Scott apparently is a rocker and a roller. He only says it like 20 <laughs> times. Can definitely do without this song. I gave it a C. Yeah, that's only half grade off of Foyt. Yeah. True. Well. Did you give it a no, B minus? Two half grades. Well. Well. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> B minus and a C. There's a C plus in between yeah. there. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, song five, Problem Child. I wrote another great rocker from the Young Brothers and Company. This is 70s rock at its finest. Simple, straightforward rock and roll. A minus. Keith hates this song. I could tell it already. Oh, A minus. Okay. A Problem Child. Time. By the way, was this. In the Problem Child movie? It sure was. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was, but I didn't look it up. But anyways, so I wrote, um, they play the same few chords throughout this song. Super repetitive, and I'm tired of hearing Bon Scott scream already. I give it a D. <laughs> he's, on the, he's on the Chad Kroger bit already. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what I'm hearing yeah. is Aaron hates lead singers. Oh, no, that's not true. Except for Steve Perry. There's just certain, <laughs> there's just certain, certain voices I can only hear for so long, and then it's like, all right, that's it's enough. Um, I said the song is very average. And, and you're right. It might be a typical 70s rock song, and that's why I think it's very average, because the 70s is one of the worst decades in rock music. Dude, well, that's a lie. No, it isn't. There's like one good band. <laughs> Is it April Wine? No. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. Uh, not really a fan of it, but it does have that patented ACDC song style, so I can't hate it. I gave it a C. This, Ouch. This is the song I'm talking about where if you want to know what ACDC sounds like, just play this song, and every song sounds similar to this. No. <laughs> Dirty D's done Dirt Cheap does not sound like this. Big balls does that sound like this? big balls is different. Okay, love at first feel does that sound like this? Yeah, it actually very very similar. No. I give them both a C. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> All right, yeah, which leads us to song six. So there's going to be some rocking. Yeah, there's going to be some rocking. All right, <laughs> kind of an upbeat blues tune that feels like it might have come from a couple decades earlier. Catchy and solid musically. I gave it a B. Okay. Um, there's going to be some rocking. Apparently, there's going to be some rocking at the show tonight. Lyrics are too repetitive again. Not sure how these guys got so big. I think maybe it's because of Bon Scott's distinctive voice. Definitely isn't from the lyrics. C minus. That's funny because you said earlier that lyrically, uh, Big Balls is one of the greatest rock songs ever written. He's got it wrong. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but the rest of them suck. The rest of them are really, I thought, really bad lyrically. Um, I thought this was a change from the ACDC sound. It's a little bluesy, which at this point in the album I thought was a good change. 
best vocals on the album so far. Not the best lyrics, but best vocals. Uh, I like the change from the rest of the album. I gave it a B plus. So when you so when you go to Wikipedia and look up bands, you know how they list their genre. Yeah, they're listed under blues. They're not a blues blues band. Blues? Yeah. But oh, well, well, we'll oh get, did you hear that? <laughs> what? Did you hear that? What? What happened? <laughs> Nothing. I missed it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's at least one more though that has a very blues feel uh, to it. I, I know. So, but that's two songs out of a whole catalog. Like I'm not going to classify him as a blues band. <laughs> that mic's off, buddy. <laughs> Jesus, are you okay over there? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's still going. Why is it still going? Stop. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh-huh. <sighs> so where are we at? Song number seven? Um. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Seven. Hey, wait. Before we continue to go, you did you did get the right album, right? Because... Was it the last two songs on two of the albums? Or what's the last song you have? Actually, I didn't get any extra the, songs the, on this album. The no. Australian version, they're all jumbled up in Squealer order. So. Is the last one. Okay, okay. Right. So you got the. There's actually three versions of this album. Oh, which I didn't know until I started researching it. So we all got the right. There's one. an Australian version, an international version, and a U.S. version. Oh, okay. So we're I all, just went to Apple Music and I I streamed all the songs. In a row, so yeah, we're all we're all going off the U.S. version, obviously. Turn that off at this point. Okay, all right. Song seven, ain't no fun waiting around to be a millionaire. This is true. Weakest outing so far on this album. Not a bad song, but nothing special either. Basic filler song, and it's too long. I gave it to C. Okay, Aaron's gonna love it now. <laughs> Aaron's like, this is my favorite song on the album. No, 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 no. I start off real nice, and I say, this song is terrible. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> that's, nice? that's point A on mine, too. Is it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Same chords throughout this song again, and repetitive lyrics. The best part of this song, other than it ending, is the part where he says, get your fucking jumbo jet out of my airport. <laughs> I is, gave it a D. It is. I believe it's the only song that, a- that ACDC has where they swear. Really? It, it is the only song on the album that when I listened to it on Amazon Music, it mm-hmm. said explicit it lyrics. Yeah, I think it's the only one that they swear. Hmm. All right. I'm with Aaron on this one. This song is terrible. <laughs> Wait, what did Aaron give it? I, I missed that I part. I gave it a D. A D? Okay. Yeah. The lyrics are bad I'm in this song. I'm not going to hate you for that one. <laughs> the lyrics are bad in this song. I agree. Every aspect of this song is repetitive. Everything. Even the typical ACDC sound could not save this song. I gave this one a D as well. So if you'll notice on my notes, I have my grade here, and then I wrote too long on the, after that. I'd already put my grade down when I when I was like, oh, I forgot to put about how long it is. This song is over six minutes yes, long. It is, it is <laughs> and, the longest song on the album, and it is by far the worst. And do you know there's a longer version of this song? The well, Australian I, version is like seven seven fifty. You know, you know what else I hate about this song, and I realized at the time that they wrote this song, they might not have been millionaires. But I hate hearing songs 
by millionaires telling me how hard it is to become a millionaire. Well, they definitely weren't millionaires when they wrote this song. No, no, but they were on their way. Because I'll talk about it when I when I wrap this up. That they're lucky they even had a job at this point. Yeah. Yeah. All right, song number eight, right on. This song is the polar opposite of Dirty Deeds and Problem Child. It's a throwback to the 60s chill music. This one makes you just want to sit back and relax with a couple of your beverages of choice. Another different sound, and if I'm counting, I believe that's at least four different sounds (laughs) just on this album. And this is the other song I'm talking about that's super bluesy. Yeah, I gave so, I gave it a B. So it's a blue sound to it. So it's the second blue sound of the album, maybe the third. Where, I mean, where's the other one? Where's the other blue sound? Yeah, the second one or the third one? Uh, well, There's gonna be some right. rocking. Is a little bluesy. You said it yourself. Yes, that's and another then, one. Potentially, you could. Well, I guess rocker's more of a '60s. That's yeah. I think that's more of a, a southern type rock. Okay, so. Blues. So, even if I gave you Southern type rock on that, mm-hmm. that would still be three sounds, no, but no. not even three sounds. No, it's no. actually big balls. Is no classification no, whatsoever. But it's a rock song. Is it really though? Yes. It. I. I. I would fight you on that one. It's a rock song. That, that it doesn't. Nothing sound, about that that screams rock. It doesn't sound like their typical sound, but it's still a rock song. Anyways, we'll keep going. <laughs> Too bad we can't play it. All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so Big Balls was my favorite. Right On is my second favorite song on the album. They slow it down a lot, and there's an awesome guitar solo. Other than that, it's just okay, so I give it a B. Hey, right on with me. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Right on. All right, I said another blues song. And I do think that had Bon Scott not died, they could have did a lot more in the blues genre. For sure. He's got a very yes, bluesy voice. He does. He has a great blues voice. Uh, love the vocals on the song. The guitar solos are fanta- fantastic. This is another good break from the typical ACDC hard rock sound. I also gave it a B. All right. That might be the first time in the history of album. We all gave it all, a B. That all three of us the gave it a B. The exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. All right. Which leaves us with last song, number nine, Squealer. No, I just, before I even read my review here, I got to say, this is the one song on this album that I've only heard it a couple of times, and I haven't probably listened to it in 15 years at least. To me, this is the, the surprise on this album. I put that this song starts out like another typical ACDC song, but it continues to build in intensity, much like the sex act it is obviously about, until it explodes into another excellent outing by the boys from Down Under. I gave it a B plus. <laughs> okay, I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote great guitar in this song, but the lyrics are repetitive again. This song gets a solid C only because of the great guitar work. Dude, Aaron, you and I are right here. Right <laughs> Wait, here. you thought this was repetitive? Uh, yeah. I said, it, go, it goes about a minute and a half in there before you even get to the main part of the song. Uh, I thought we were back to a typical ACDC sound. This is an average song, but the guitar is real good. I also gave it a C. 
Are you sure we listen to the same song? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. So you think this is like one of the top songs on the album? Well, I, did, I didn't create it as one of the top. Well, you said this is a, a surprise on the I album. I think it's a surprise because this is a song that if you ask, have you guys ever heard the song before? No. no. And and honestly, mo- and if I never heard it again, I'd be all right. And most people haven't. If you can get a B plus out of a song that most people haven't heard of, that's a surprise. But if you're an ACDC fan, you're going to rate just about everything a B plus because they all sound the same. So <laughs> this song falls under I, the this song falls under the umbrella of it sounds like an ACDC song. But I don't think it does. That's what I'm saying. It it starts out that way, but I don't think it sounds like an ACDC song at all. When you get into the mi- middle of the song. It's it's got heavy guitar with with a heavy drum, and well, yeah, it's a rock song. And it's got Bon Scott's vocals, acting like Bon Scott singing a rock song. <laughs> acting like Bon Scott. <laughs> well, because he proved in the in the previous song that he can he can change his vocals to sound more bluesy if he needs to. Yeah, but he doesn't do it, it in this song. It sounds like every well, every if he did, if he did in this song, I don't I don't think it would work. But it, what I'm saying is, it, it, this song sounds like every other stereotypical ACDC song. Listen, man. There's bands that do this, right? The, the Scorpions are the same way. Scorpions, a lot of their music sounds the same. It, it doesn't mean it's bad. Like I'm not trying. Right. No, I'm and not that, trying to knock. That was my I, point. Hold on, hold on. I got to point out that your little dog just stole the stick from, yeah. from a Doberman. Yeah. <laughs> um, just so you know, he does it on purpose so he can steal it back. Yeah. This is, these are the last lyrics of the song. Well, sque- yeah. Squealer, squealer, yeah, that's squealer. the that's the fade out though. Yeah, of course it is. But but my point is, this is when people say that all ACDC songs sound the same. This is exactly the song they're talking about. I I disagree with you on that one. I th- I think it was more because you don't think that all ACDC songs sound the same. I admit there are some that do. There real there are. I don't think this is one of those. <laughs> And the thing is, I'm not even that big of an ACDC fan. I'm really not. Like, I like a lot of their songs, but am I going to join the ACDC fan club? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, out of the three of us, am I the biggest ACDC fan? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm not. I'm not. This isn't like I'm defending my favorite band. No, I know. Because I'd battle to the death on that one. <laughs> Kiss? Yes. Yes. We might have to do a Kiss album because that could we be might a real, as well. Why not? That'd be a real interesting uh, podcast. I don't want to piss Dom off. Keith and I might come to blows yeah, on that song. I'm all right with that. I think I'd win that one. <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs> I got the reach. Uh, that he does. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll just, I'll just smack him upside the head before we even start. And if you're kicking, <laughs> and if you're kicking, he's got the advantage because he's got that extra leg. Right, so. <laughs> Only two legs to kick, Keith. You could stand on one and kick with the others on both sides of your head. Wow. I just realized Keith would be really good at doing the karate kid, the the freaking, uh, what do you call it, the stork or whatever the the fuck uh, it is? The the crane, isn't it? The crane. crane. That's that crane. I almost said pelican. (laughs) That's funny because that's not the first thing that came to my head, and I knew it wasn't that. Okay, so before we before we wrap this up, does anybody know the story about how they got Brian Johnson? Did anybody hear this story? I think I may have told it actually. Mm, I'm trying to remember if I told it on the podcast. Eh, you so. know, tell it again. It's fine. So if it was, it was a long time ago. So here's the deal: Bon Scott went to a club one night, and Brian Johnson was in another band, and he was singing on stage. 
And Bon Scott came back to his band, ACDC, and was raving about this lead singer that he had just seen at this club. Talking about how great he is, all this, like one of, one of the best singers he's ever heard. Bon Scott picked his own mm. his own replacement in, in in the band, which which makes it kind of a kind of a cool story. It does. Yeah. Like like he told the rest of the band about about the next lead singer that they were going to end up hiring, and they sound a lot alike. Not exactly, but yeah, a lot. They got a it, similar. It, Brian Johnson is able to to pull off Bon Scott's vocals pretty close. Yeah. Because they, they they have a similar tone to them. It's just that I don't think Brian Johnson can't go low like Bon no. Scott can. That's the difference. No. But but if you're at a concert, and I've never seen him concert, it's one of those bands I wish I would have. But if you're at a concert, you're not going to be disappointed that Brian no. Johnson singing a Bon Scott song. Right. No. No. If if Brian Johnson tried to record one of Bon Scott's songs, like some of this bluesier stuff, yeah, there's no way he can no. do it. But yeah, he can do it well enough in concert. Yeah, for sure. All right, so so what do we got for our for our wrap ups here? All right, all right. So I wrote overall, this is one of the one of the must have albums for any ACDC fan and really any rock fan. With at least five legitimate hits and some additional solid songs, this is better than the average rock album for sure. Despite fan, or should I say haters, criticism of the similar sound of some of their songs, this album proves that there is plenty of diversity to their catalog. The later version of the band usually gets the most hype, but the Bon Scott-led ACDC is a force to be reckoned with and takes a backseat to no one. My final grade for the album would be a solid A-, but with big balls included, which is, an, is a once-in-a-decade type song, this album gets an A-plus from me. Haters be damned. So what was your final grade? A+. plus. All right. So what are the five hits? <laughs> Because only only two of them charted, right? But you got to look at what's good, what gets played. Dirty Deeds gets played. Love at First Feel gets played. Big Balls Big gets balls. played. Ride On is was was uh, played on the radio quite a bit when it first came out, and Problem Child. Hmm. I only knew Dirty Deeds and uh, Big Balls. I think that was like Ride On actually made it on their their uh, it's their greatest hits. It's Who Made Who is actually their greatest hits album. Yeah. I, I've heard three of the songs before today. That was Dirty D's Big Balls and Right On. You never heard Love at First Feel? No. Oh, okay. I hear that on the radio quite often, actually. No, but I didn't like it, so if I ever heard it come on the radio, <laughs> I'd probably shut it off. So. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all in all, this album was what I expected from these guys. Great guitar solos, bad lyrics, and a lot of yelling. I'm not a fan of Bon Scott's voice, which doesn't help. I do understand why some people like these guys. They have a very recognizable voice, and if you like his voice, you're probably going to like these guys. And they have a decent rock sound, but extremely repetitive. Their music just isn't for me. I give this album a flat C. All right, that's better than I expected from you, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, well, you know, I had a bunch of C's. Sorry, Keith. I had a bunch of C's and a couple B's. They even got a B plus, and then they had a couple D's. So average it out. It's about a C. Wait, you gave Big Balls a B plus only? Yeah. <sighs> that's wrong. But okay. Here, did you want to use this to hit Aaron in the head with? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Well, I didn't say I thought the song was awesome. I think it's their best song. And I like their lyrics, but I don't. I don't like his voice, dude. That that easily makes my top hundred songs, easily. 
I, uh, I, I could argue for it either way, but how can you say a song is is might be the best lyric lyrically done song and not make your top one hundred songs? Oh, because if I was putting all the songs in my top one hundred that are that are great lyrically, you'd have about seventy Bob Dylan songs. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can go with 70, but... What about Right Said Fred? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's right up yeah. there, yeah. Are you talking about worst lyrically? Because that might make that. But hey, that was less repetitive than a lot of the ACDC songs. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> that song has like six words. So does Squealer. <laughs> Listen to the first minute and a half, I'm telling you. There's nothing repeated in there. All right. Overall, I thought this was a good album, but not great. It has your typical ACDC sound that was broken up by an occasional, occasionally by songs like Ride On and There's Gonna Be Some Rockin'. But, but overall, by the end of the album, some of the songs you feel you'd already heard. This album did get to number three in the Billboard Top 200, which actually kind of amazes me for, for the late 70s or early 80s that this went to number three. Uh, if you're an ACDC fan, you're going to like this album, which I am, so I do. I give it an overall B. So... Full disclosure, there's a reason why it made number three. Because it followed... Because uh, it came out after Back yeah. in Black. Yeah. However, the song, or the the album, was six times platinum. Yeah. Like, people... I If you're an ACDC fan, you're right. This is an absolute must to own, right? Like, I like their music. I wouldn't consider myself a fan like you. I'm not going to join their fan club by any means. Personally, I think their best album is their live album, which I think is possibly the greatest live album ever recorded you are trying to piss me off aren't you <laughs> why does kiss have a live album kiss alive is widely considered to be the best live album of all time yeah i take acdc over that but i can't stand kiss so that's that would be <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so good that they made an alive two and an alive three yeah wow yeah like i like i said i i, I don't I don't like. I like these guys. I wish I would have seen them in concert. And I don't care if it's Brian Johnson or Bon Scott, which I would have seen either one of them. In concert. Oh yeah, and so I made some comments, kind of that may have been taken as dissing Brian Johnson. I'm not trying to diss Brian Johnson. No, I know. I think he's a good singer. I just prefer Bon Scott. I think he's the second best lead singer for ACDC. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Axl Rose. Yeah, second, still second best lead singer for ACDC. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how Axl Rose pulls off some of this stuff. I don't. Th- it can't be good. I would like to hear it. Like I'm, because I mean, Axl Rose has some of the most distinctive sounds to a, a singer's voice of anybody in rock and roll. And he can pull off some of the bluesy stuff. I think. Sure. Well, he can go low. Yeah. He can go real low. I think he can pull so. off the bluesy stuff. I don't know if he can pull off like some like some of their big hits i don't know i don't know how it's all with him. like for instance problem child can you picture him singing that i i've already forgotten what that song sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good i know it wasn't good but i'm trying to think even like even like um dirty deeds yeah dirty no de- no freaking way he could sing that no because he doesn't have the I mean, harshness sound in his good. voice right like the yeah I, I i don't know how else to explain right bon scott like the it's not because it's not gravel. I wanted to say I wanted to say raspiness, but it's not really it, that it either. Isn't even it's that. it's it's almost like you can't even put your finger. Yeah, out. it's I don't know. Like I said, I would I I would listen to a lot of these songs again. There's a couple I just wouldn't. So, what I 
I, I kind of talked about this earlier and I, I kind of forgot to say it now. Um, when this album, it was released in, in Australia, it did okay. When they went to release it internationally, their record label, which is Atlantic Records, thought that the sound of the the mixed version for the international release was so terrible they threatened to drop the band and there was talk of firing Bon Scott from the band. <laughs> they thought the sound was so terrible. And then they released it. It went six times platinum and <laughs> three times over 200. <laughs> so, yeah. That tells you what some record executives are worth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which I don't understand. Like, something like that would never happen now because if it's just the, the sound mix, how... How do you take that out on anyone other than the guy who mixed the sound? Uh, the only thing I can think of is they didn't like his voice. Because cause I did read something where, where they said that the the record execs never thought that they'd have a hit in the U.S. Because they never thought that, that any of their music would get radio play because they didn't have a huge fan base in, in the U.S. So this, this album in Australia... Sold four hundred and twenty thousand copies. In the U.S., it sold six million plus. Yeah, but it was also released four years before Back in Black. I understand that. And it was in Australia. It was released but, a year after. But that's that really year. odd. I, I shouldn't even say that because there's American bands that have huge success in like Japan yeah. and, and Hasselhoff. No, Germany, <laughs> Germany, yeah, Germany. Exactly. Yeah, you're, love Europe there. for Hasselhoff, but. Um, we were talking about Kiss earlier. Kiss was huge in Japan. Absolutely huge. What does that say about the German people? That they love Hasselhoff. Yeah, they don't want you to hassle the Hoff. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> have you heard his music? Yeah, but dude. It's, it's bad. What's it's crazy? Bad. What's crazy is the bands that come out of Germany that make it here are like metal. They're like power. Or, uh, uh, it you, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Who sings Du Hast? Yes. Du Hast, Nick. Du Hast, who sings that? Um, it's not Parman Five Thousand. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's Rob Zombie. Yeah. Brother. Um, what the frick? I'm having a mind block. Me too. I'm going to uh, come on, Google. Rammstein. Yeah. Rammstein. Oh, son of a. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. You know what I mean? That like, one hurt and, almost. And, that, <laughs> and that's like when you think of German music, that's the style of music that you think because that's, that's what that's what gets exported out of Germany. Scorpions. Yeah, that's true. I forgot they're but, a German band. But when they came out. They were fairly considered fairly heavy. I mean, they're, they're they were heavy metal, you know, when they came yeah. out. Now we don't really consider them no. that so much. But all right, all right. I guess uh, if we get nothing else, we'll wrap this fucker up with a little bow and mail it out. Um, before I do that, though, we got to make a, a little announcement. After this week, we're going to take a little couple-week hiatus, take a little summer break. It's kind of becoming our annual thing, um, so we can continue to bring some quality programming like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to laugh. Oh. <laughs> it is quality. <laughs> I mean, it's quality by our standards, so the hell with everybody else. <laughs> um, Anyhow, so we'll see you in three weeks. 
or you'll hear us anyways. If you'd like to comment on any of that nonsense I just spewed, email us at a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at a little less conversation podcast. We'd like to thank the Pull Tops for the use of their music. Please check them out at thepulltops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and Fond du Lac. If you're looking to buy a car, head down, see Craig. When you buy that car, mention that you listen to our podcast and Craig will give you $100 in free gas. So go check out Craig. Uh, If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, remember to rate and review us. Also, leave any comments you might have come to mind. Until next time, happy holidays, bitches. in the morning, there's a flying saucer in my front yard.